Charlie Parker here, and happy Halloween from all of us here at the NSFW Geek. 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 Eat. Eat to geek. Okay. <laughs> hope everyone is, uh, hope everyone's getting ready for that, uh, costume party in the old barn house, just waiting to be stalked by some supernatural creepy killer. Be sure to wear the slutty Pikachu costumes, because we are so diving into this one. Now, before we get started, folks, those of you under 18, get the fuck out. Be sure to check your damn candy, you rascals. Just because we put anything in the candy nowadays. Now, that's out of the way. I just wanted to let you all know how much I appreciate all your support. And I hope your Halloween is amazing thus far. As water and alcohol, which was alcohol. <laughs> now, before we talk, I just wanted to say, go fuck yourself. And I'm not trying to diss you, or like, like literally, go fuck yourself. If you're not catching what I'm talking about, I'm talking about masturbation. Now, it's, ta it's a taboo subject in some circles, I get it. But before you skip to the My Hero Erotica on side B of the podcast, please hear me out. As we go over reasons why masturbation is actually a good thing. Number one, stress relief. Now, have you ever felt like been frustrated, angry, irritated at everything? Well, all of these could be a sign of some other serious issues. But think back for a second. When was the last time you lied in bed and flipped open the laptop, grabbed that lotion or that vibrator, and really went to town? If your answer was two weeks ago, or to a month, then I, Dr. Livy, fucking Snapchat, sorry, <laughs> Dr. Livy, recommend some serious alone time and an orgasm. And if you can, multiple orgasms, because according to most, actually, practically all health articles on masturbation, orgasming releases endorphins, which makes you feel good, relieves stress, and almost always gets you in a way better mood than you were in before. And of course, it always relieves sexual frustration, so if you aren't getting it, give it to yourself. And there's nothing wrong with how often or how little you do it. This basically goes for all genitalia, by the way. It literally comes down to what makes you feel good and comfortable. Please tell me you got that. Alright, number two, easier sleep. So, um, get this, apparently rubbing one out actually helps you sleep better. Unfortunately, the article I read on this topic had explained this, but, um, my best guess is when you approach the finish line and come to a conclusion... <laughs> Jesus, fucking Christ, who wrote these jokes? Um, well, the point is, you orgasm and you basically, you're conked out and sleepy. After all, you do exert yourself while you masturbate, so that's to be expected. Number three, improves self-esteem and body image. Now, you probably have heard this before, but if you can't have sex with yourself, then how do you expect others to have sex with you? It's not a thing as an insult to your parents, but it's all self-esteem, you know? Let me explain. Um, you are forced to touch yourself, and look upon yourself in all your gorgeousness, so masturbating is technically loving yourself, enough to, like, release it, you know, release yourself. Um, if it helps, and I know it sounds crazy, try masturbation thinking of you fucking you. That's right. Another you, and you, hashing it up. And since you and you know each other best, this would be amazing as fuck. Literally. This improves your thinking of your body if it were negative. Um, you look upon yourself being attracted to you. You kind of put you on a pedestal, basically. Oh, and if you're a straight, imagine... If you're a straight... Fuck, sorry. If you're straight, imagine, like, fucking an opposite gender version of you. Boom! Set. Soft. And if you're any other sexuality, then more power to you. Your fantasies are what you make them. Number four, treat sexual problems. Mm, yes! I don't know why I grunted. That was totally unexpected. <laughs> the fuck with? 
Um, this doubles back to loving yourself or perhaps even bedroom tension between you and your partner. I believe voyeurism comes into play here because honestly, watching your girl or your guy or your partner really go to town is such a fucking turn on. And it's good foreplay for sure. Number five, releases muscle tension and menstrual cramps. I had no idea. Ladies and gents and everyone else capable of period, you're welcome. And for those that bleed during the period, I have two words for you. Latex glove. If not that, then just one word. Vibrator. And yeah, muscle tension, this is a thing. Do with that as you will. Number six, strengthens muscle tone in your pelvic and anal areas. Let's do the time warp and pelvic thrust our way to this fun fact. Apparently, when you masturbate, you're giving your downstairs a little P90 sex. Fuck me. Who the fuck wrote this shit? God damn. Well, if I could ever have said that shit. <sighs> Number seven, you can never do it too much. You honestly can't. The only way you can do it too much is if it starts to affect you in your personal life and make you late to work, keep you from being social, basically fucking yourself out of a life. But other than that, you won't go blind, crazy, grow hair in places, aka your hands, nor will you run out of orgasms. That shit is all BS. That's all the facts, but before I leave you here, here's some tips on pleasing your tip. What the hell? Okay. Fuck these jokes. Alright. <sighs> Anyways. Use lube on your dick in order to prevent tears and lower the friction. This way makes you feel better and feels way more pleasing. Make sure you don't get lube with chemicals that, you know, aren't, that are harmful to your privates. Private. Just on an arm or something and like test it on the arm or elbow and make sure no redness or irritation or any allergic reactions take place. Better your arm or leg than your genitals. If I say so better myself. Uh, wash your hands before touching yourself. This is a given. No bacteria and clean hands are very handy when you're getting handsy with yourself. I swear to god if I make one more pun in this fucking podcast I am going to flip a bitch. Ah, clean your sex toys and never share them. Also, common knowledge, just, you know, clean your toys because the last thing you want is a crap ton of days old lube or crusty cum or even fecal leftovers from anal play. Not only, like, on your fucking dildo, because that shit is gross. Literally, it's gross. Um, <clears throat> not only is it gross as fuck, but this prevents STDs and really fucking up your downstairs. Be sure to follow your... Um, to follow your toys cleaning instructions if you have any or just look up how to clean them online also never share toys it's basically unprotected sex just saying okay now that that was part one of this episode join me in a few sex i mean seconds <laughs> and be treated to halloween bakudeku smut reading complete with voices and all you'll love it now okay who about this shit i swear to come biscuits I will fucking fire you. God damn. Okay, everyone. Now time for tonight's event. From the public forum archive of our own, and by the writer K 
Kachansas. It's cute. On the site, and the story is called Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? This is basically aged up smut from My Academia. Um, it's a Baku Deku fanfic, so get ready for this shit. So hold on to your quirks, because here we go. Fuck. Mm. Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? By username, Kachanzas. Halloween. A knife for candy. Dressing up. And for those too old to go door to door, partying. It was supposed to be an enjoyable get-together of their classmates from UA. There was supposed to be the Big Bad Wolf and Little Red Riding Hood. Katsuki had absolutely not been expecting Deku to show up in a skimpy, sexy Red Riding Hood dress cut low in the chest and sat high on the thighs, all accompanied with thigh-high white stockings held up by red garters that stood out so nicely against his creamy skin. It took every ounce of Koski's willpower not to ravage his boyfriend right then and there on Momo's plush, plush couch. It took even more willpower not to kill Todoroki as the fucker right up Deku like a delectable piece of meat, while Deku was practically all over him during the party. Hell, Deku practically is a piece of meat to the vampire. The idea of those fangs piercing the neck of his boyfriend and moaning at the sweet taste of Deku makes his blood boil. Katsuki didn't spare his nurse of his old classmates a second thought, as he ripped Deku away from the small crowd group gathered around him and dragged him toward the door so they could leave. He needed to stake his claim on Deku and remind him just who he belonged to, not that freaking Stanita. Not that witch or Araka, and definitely not the half-and-half -half bastard Todoroki. Koski shoves Deku onto their king bed, practically jumping on him the second his back hits at the mattress. Kachan, what's gone into you? Deku asks, tilting his head back when Koski comes up to rub his scent over his neck. You know exactly what's wrong, little bit riding whore. Koski growls, running his teeth over Deku's skin before... Biting down enough to draw blood. He groans as a sweet metallic taste of Deku passes over the tongue. God, he was never gonna have enough of this nerd. Koski trails his mouth down to suck on the exposed collarbones. Deku takes in a sharp breath, pushing up his chest to further invite Koski's mouth to roam, to roam over him. I don't know what you mean. Deku purrs running a hand through Koski's spiky blonde locks to stroke the base of his ears where firm his skin. I'm just trying to deliver this basket of goodies to my grandmother. Did this little fucker think he could get away with practically climbing into half-and-half's lap all night by trying to get him to do some sexy roleplay? Fine. Two could play at this game. Shouldn't be alone out in the woods this late at night. Who knows what animal may come by and snatch your pretty little ass up. Koski replies with his upturned lip, clawed hands finding their way up and under the skirt portion of Deku's dress. Oh, Mr. Wolf, you're very right. That's why I should be going now. Deku whimpers as Katsuki claws toy over firm thighs and up to his navel. He tries to sit up, but Koski pushes him back down with a growl. Where do you think you're going, Lord? Is seeing right where you are. He orders smirking when Deku still allows Koski access to his full body, like a good little slut. My, my, 
What big ears you have. Kosuke growled sarcastically, nipping at one of Deku's floppy ears. I really should be going. Deku trails off, tossing his head back again so Kosuke could lick and bite at his neck and jawline. You're not going anywhere, whore! He snarls, and Deku whimpers as Kosuke tears the poor excuse of a dress off his body until he's left in just in his garter's thong and white stockings. He smelled too much like half naff bastard. You're mine, Deku. Kosuke practically purrs, running his lips over Deku's jaw and placing his little nips here and there with just the barest thread of his sharp tooth. You're a smart little bunny. I'm sure you can figure out how the big bad wolf marks what's his. Deku whimpers as Kosuke snaps the elastic of his thong against his skin. God, John. Kosuke climbs off of Deku, pulling him off to the edge of the bed and shoving him down to the floor. Stay on your knees, bunny. You need a firm reminder of just who you belong to. Deku shudders as he kneels on the floor beneath Kosuke hands in front of him to sit nice and pretty while he awaits his punishment. If Kosuke didn't know any better, he'd say that Deku planned to rile him up so he can get punished. Pull me out, whore, and get me wet. Kosuke demands, crossing his arms over his chest, as Deku eagerly scrambles to pull the belt buckle out of his loop and free his alpha's cock from the cotton prison. Deku's lips are wrapped around him in less than a few seconds of being pulled free. Tongue instantly working its way over the slit of the head and down to tease the glands below. He sinks down to the base without a single gag, and Kosuke feels a look of pride wash through him that he's trained his bunny to take him so well. Deku bobs his head a few times, stilling when Kosuke places a clawed hand on the back of his head. Kosuke smirks at him as he pull as he pushes Deku's head back to, into his cock and holds him there to thrust into the tight, wet heat of his throat, not catching on Deku's lower lip. He fucks rough and hard, tongue nearly lolling out when tears spill from Deku's eyes as he tries to breathe. Koski pulls out the second, it seems like Deku may pass out from lack of oxygen, tipping his bunny's chin up to rub his wet cock over his lips. I've been planning to remark this edge of the territory in my woods tonight, but this is much more important. Koski laughs darkly, putting Deku's cheek before pulling his hand back. Be a good boy for me, and don't move. He strokes himself a few times, smirking devilishly as his um, Deku sits nice and pretty on his knees, silently begging for a scent to be marked. Kosuke nearly moans as he relieves himself, watching in sick glee as a stream hits just under Deku's jaw and trickles down his neck to pull at the collarbone. He aims further down to coat that freckle-dusted chest and deceivingly firm stomach, watching the satisfaction as Deku seems to move with the stream coat of every inch of himself in alpha piss. Turn! Kosuke growls, smirking as Deku does from that question, shivering as the stream now between his shoulder blades to drop down the small of his back. He moves lower, down toward Deku's ass, and last but not least, covers those pretty little white stockings. Deku looks over his shoulder when Koski's stream finally tapers off, and fuck, if he doesn't look like the filthy cover of Playboy magazine, 
He doesn't bother tucking himself back into his pants. It'd be a waste since they'll be off in a few moments anyway. Falls at his feet as he moves down to look over his handiwork, watching Deku's eager little tail twitch in anticipation of his movements. Cock already straining against the soil fabric of the thong. Someone must be eager. Ah, oh, does the poor little bunny want to be knotted by his big bad wolf? Koski teases, growling, when Deku nods faster than a bobblehead. He snickers, pushing Deku back down to sit on his ass when he tries to stand. If that little shit thought he was done being scent marked, he had another thing coming. Nah! I'm fucking you right here, face down the pool, man, cooling piss. Koski growls into Deku's ear as he flips the bunny over to lay on his stomach. I'm gonna make fucking sure you smell like me for days. And when the scent's gone, we'll do this all over again. Deku practically keens as Koski runs his clawed hands up and down the expanse of his bunny's soaked back, barely holding back his pleased purr himself. He comes to a stand over Deku smirking as the other looks up at him with wide and greeting eyes as Koski's piss stains his cheeks. He looks perfect like this, and utterly his. Koski steps on the small of Deku's back to push him further onto the floor and keep him in place as he leans over to grab the lube left out on the top of their nightstand from the last round together. He sinks back down to his knees to cage his bunny between him. You had two fingers to stretch yourself with. If you so much as think, the shoving in a third won't be knotted for a fucking week. Koski threatens, coating Deku's fingers with lube while dribbling over his twitching hole. He rubs his thumb through the for the liquid, smearing it as Deku takes his sweet ass time warming it up. The lube in his fingers. Hurry the fuck up, Deku, before I change my fucking mind. Koski growls, biting into the firm flesh of Deku's ass to drive home his point. Deku yelps at the brief burst of pain as he brings his hand around to shove his index finger all the way in. Like the stretch, do ya? I just fuck you with no prep. I'm sure you wouldn't mind the pain as long as it came from your alpha. Koski promptly purrs. Watching as Deku's finger disappears into his ass and reappears methodically. It's mesmerizing watching his mate so desperately for his knot. He almost wants to take a video of it to keep it forever. Almost. He waits until Deku's got his second finger squeezed in his tight little ass, teasing over his prostate to milk out as much pleasure as he can from Koski's brief moment of kindness, before unkindly ripping those fingers away from that plump little ass. Deku's tail twitches as he whines in displeasure. Stop your whining, whore! You'll get what's we want in time. Koski hisses, squeezing out a thin trail of lube onto his cock to slick it up the barest amount. He wants Deku to feel the stretch and burn as he's split in on the alpha's knotted and claimed. Koski pierces the skin of Deku's hips with his claw as he pushes in all at once, growling at the pain yips that leave his bunny's wobbly lips like a symphony made just for him. He sighs in contempt when he's buried to the hilt. T 
tail wagging behind him and barely restrained eagerness. Deku looks over his shoulder, eyes shiny with tears that threaten to fall and join the others already streaking down his cheeks. Kosuke drags his claws through the soft flesh of Deku's hips a little more before bringing a hand up to thread through Deku's curly locks. He smirks before pressing Deku's head back down into the puddle of culpus. Deku whimpers as Kosuke sets up a brutal pace, slamming into his tight hole and over and over until his breath was coming in hard. He nips the span of Deku's floppy ears, growling with each thrust of his hips. Tell me how much you love my cock, nerd! How much of a slut you are for it! Kosuke snarls, increasing his pace and changing his angle, just so to find Deku's sweet spot. He moans as Deku tightens around him and tightens his grip on Deku's hair. Yeah, say you little slut. Be good for your alpha. Kosuke pants in between wet kisses. He places along the span on Deku's neck, occasionally sprinkling in hit nips and bites. The filthy moans of his bunny coupled with each thrust into that tight hole and the delicious friction of his clothes as they rub against his sensitive skin. There was something dirty about fucking Deku. All fully clothed, that pushing him so close to the edge. I was pushing him so close. Deku comes with a filthy, choked-off moan, body tightening around Kosuke's cock, and he's gone, growling as his hips stutter to ride out his orgasm before his knot keeps him tied together for the next half hour. Kosuke collapses over Deku's back, panting. They stay pressed together like that for a few moments before Kosuke finally gets his bearings again. He slips an arm under Deku's legs and places a firm hand on his stomach, thrusting his bunny to wrap their arms around his waist as he lifts them up. It's an awkward position, sure, but neither of them seem to mind. Deku purrs contently as Kosuke rests him against a seat in the shower while he rips what remains of both of their costumes before turning on the shower. He takes his time, washing his bunny down carefully, not to use any of the soaps that might overwrite his alpha scent, but riding him of the ridding him of the piss that would have no doubt stained their sheets. Koski presses his nose into the joint between Deku's shoulders and neck, taking in a deep inhale of the bunny's scent. You're mine, Deku. He purrs placing a chaste kiss to his skin as he closes his eyes to enjoy their closeness and the soothing feeling in the shower spray massaging them. I'm your worst scotch on. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been one of the most worked on episodes I've ever worked on. I guess that makes sense. Not to mention how this is also the first episode I did a full version of for my patrons online. Uh, Which reminds me, uh, starting November, I will be following the schedule for the podcast that basically spreads me around content-wise. It'll be split into two tiers if you guys want to look at my Patreon page and, you know, possibly donate. Um, Tier 1 is a $2 once every month tier. Basically, you'll you'll be donating me two bucks every month. Um, in this tier, you get access to patron-only posts, uh, blooper audios, um, like the one I, but the one I publicly posted it, uh, Tumblr, 
you probably have seen that already. Um, that's from the the blooper reel of the erotica I read recently, or just now, the um, smut for Bakudeku. <sighs> Holy shit! <laughs> I can't believe I, that. I can't believe I narrated that shit. It was so good. Like I mean, it was it was sexy, but like the the pee thing and uh, not my kink. Uh, anyways, um, it was still really good written. It was, it was well written, um, and and really cute. There's some fluff in it. Some fluff. Extra dose, you'll get uh, blooper audios, extra doses of me with uh, patron-only pics and videos that are PG-13. You know, not news, just like basically shit like like uh, my cat or my uh, working process or even like little pics of, you know, stuff involving the podcast. And you also get the, the ability to vote in polls. Also, if you want to hear your name on the show and if you're a patron, shoot me a message for a shout out. Um, as for tier two, which is three dollars every month, every first of the month, it's all first of the month, by the way. You not only get the stuff from tier one, but you get an extra dose with full episodes every week, which is like basically, if you heard the full episode, uh, which I'm gonna be posting on Patreon.com, you um, dot, sorry, Patreon.com/slash/LivParker, you will be seeing the full episodes included some geek news I put in between um, the masturbation topic and the smut. Um, also, you'll be seeing, like, basically a lot more geek news and possibly, like, more sexual stuff in the full-length episodes. Um, you'll also get monthly erotica fanfiction reading audios. Basically, I do it just now at the end of the show, but I won't be doing that often. I'll be doing that more, like, once a month, and I'll be choosing, like, legit fanfictions from My Hero Academia or, say, I don't know. Maybe you're in high school. Maybe we'll be seeing other animes that are being fanfiction. Maybe we'll just see, you know, possibly just erotica audios of stuff I pull from the internet. Obviously with creators. Um, creators permission, of course. I only did this one because um, it was a public forum, not something you need to follow a blog for. Also, if you want to hear your name mentioned on the show, um, just... Uh, you can you have to be a um, you have to like you know shoot me a, a message or something on Patreon, and if you have to be a Patreon too, in order for me to actually give you a shout out here on the show, I'll do the shout outs at the end of the show every single episode, um, regardless of it being Patreon sponsored or not. Um, tier number two also includes um, early access, which means basically. If I film the ep- I film the episode like maybe a week earlier or so, and um, not film, I'll, I'll shoot the episode, and then um, I will go ahead and release the episode on Patreon, Patreon, um, before people get it, you know, two days in advance. All you have to do is just go to Patreon.com/slashlitparker and go to become a patron to start the process of seeing all the cool stuff. I have to offer and helping to fund this podcast and its journey to becoming something more. Um, this episode and all its content was, of course, brought to you by the countless hours I spent researching and writing. And high, and um, and high thanks, very much thanks to every freaking internet source I used. Freaking People Magazine, ComicBook.com, GameSpot.com, PlannedParenthood.com, as for our oh, and as for our fanfic we've read tonight was from archive of our own. The writer is goes by Kachanzas, which 
Kachin's ass. It sounds like Kachin's ass. Kachin's ass. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're, they're really cool. They're, they're just, there's more fanfic and smut they have going on for them in their um, Baku Deku thing. You should check it out. I read it and it was like, <laughs> yes, awesome. Uh, anyways, uh, the story we read was called Who Was Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? And my, if my voice didn't bring out the sexy bits you were looking for, I sure hope that brought you some laughs because damn, it was hard for me to be Deku and Bakugo in the same take. I may joke around and say that I like have a whole crew here, but in actuality, it's really just me. I write, edit, record, sometimes compose music, and research for everything I do here. So if you became a patron, even just for $2 or even just for $1 you donate every month, it would be incredible. Thanks for your continued support, and for all of you listening, thank you too. You make this podcasting thing like, like very awesome to do, and you know it's very nice to know people are listening. Other than the Patreons, you guys are the reason I keep going. Anyways, enough of this happy shit. You all have a happy and safe Halloween now. Remember to follow me on Twitter and Tumblr, and see you next time. This is Lily Parker, signing off.